All right, we're a little late, but better late than never. So we are on Sefer Malachim, Aleph, Perak Gimel, Pasuk Beis, Rak Ha'am, Mizavchim Babamos, Kilo Nivne Bayis L'Shem Hashem, Ad Hayonim Hahem. So we saw yesterday that very strange, inexplicable action by Shlomo, taking the daughter of the Pharaoh, bringing her to Yerushalayim, ostensibly to create an alliance, but at the same time, it's flouts. Every halacha we have learned about three generations, about conversion, uh, about Moabiyah, not Moabi, and the Mephoshim are to a great degree of unanimity angry. But we were left with a single question, and that was, why is there no overt reprimand of what Shlomo did? We're going to see today that Shlomo is considered the favorite of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and it's reciprocal. So why is there no rebuke to Shlomo? And the one parish that kind of makes sense is invoking that klal we've had before, Ein Mukhar Mukhtam that the Torah sometimes can be out of sequence, if necessary. And that here is an example of that, that the marriage of Shlomo took place after the Kaddish Baruch Hu approaches him and promises anything he wants. It's a good explanation. In any event, we pick up on Pasuk Beis, Rak Ha'am, Mizavkin Babamos, We've had this before, but let's go again. When Ben Israel was in the Mishkan, the only place to bring Bamos was in the Mishkan, on the Mizbeach. After they came to Eretz Yisrael and they built the Mishkan at Shiloh, that too could be the only place. In between and after that, from Shiloh to the Bayes Rishon, you had to bring the Bamos at the public Mizbeach, and you were allowed, when there was no public Mizbeach, each person was allowed to construct and offer his korbanos at a private Mizbeach. And, and the Mephoshim say they had these in their backyards, they had them on their rooftops. And people were concerned about them because there seemed to be an ease of just melding into Avodah Zarah. But we pick it up. Shlomo loves uh, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, goes in his chukim, Except that's a rock, Unlike David, Mephoshim tell us that David would never go to a private mama. It could be totally inconvenient. He would have to go to Gilgal, where there was a form of bummer. There was a bummer in Yerushalayim uh, that serviced them. He would never take that kula uh, and use it. Not so Shlomo. 
So it says he followed in David Rachbamos, whom Azbeach marked here. Only with the question of the Bamos, he would go to a private Bama, be it convenience. In essence, it wasn't forbidden. He was just taking an easy way. There's no way that he would be punished for that. But the problem is that by not accelerating the building of the bias Rishon, waiting four years, he postponed four years of bringing Bumos in the public forum and did it instead in a private forum, Shlomo. And that that wait of four years caused problems, as we're going to see. It delayed certain Karbanos. Kaddish Baruch Hu was not exactly happy with it. So now, Vayelech HaMelech Givona. Shlomo goes to Givon. There is the Bama Hadola. The Bama Hadola could refer to that the size is very big, but it also has a greater significance. This was the actual Bama that Bitsalel crafted in the Midbar. And it was there, and you could bring it, you could bring your Corbanos there in Givon. Uh, and Shlomo does it there here this time Elef Olos Yale Shlomo Al Hamizbeahu. Shlomo brings a lavish amount of Karbanos, over a thousand at that single place. Then we learn Hashem El Shlomo Bachalom. That night in Givon, Kaddish Baruch Hu appears to Shlomo in a dream, Halayla, Vayomer Elohim Shalma Etenloch. Ask of me whatever you wish. Vayomer Shlomo. Shlomo answers him. Atzo Asisa Imavdecha, David, you have done with David, my father, every chesed gadol, asher halach lefanecho, he walked before you in emes, in charity, with mitzvah, straightness of heart with you. And you kept the faith with him. And you have rewarded him by giving him a son who sits on his throne this very day. And you, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, have put me uh, in succession to David, my father, and I am a small lad, and that is not an exaggeration. Most Mephorshim say he's 12 at the time. The Abarbanel says he's 20. Either way, he feels small and perhaps inadequate. So, I'm Rav. You are, it's a multiple people in the nation. They can't even be counted. They are such great numbers. And now here's what I want. I want a heart that can discern and judge your nation. To be able to distinguish between good and bad. They are so numerous. 
there are so many. The issues are so many and so complex that I need the ability to understand, to divine the secrets in understanding and the logic, etc. Because you have chosen to ask this matter, in other words, a wise and understanding heart, to put it simply, if not elegantly, you didn't ask me for multiple longevity. You didn't ask me You didn't ask me that the enemies of your enemies have turned into your hand. You are asking to understand, to listen, to discern, to sort out justice among my people. So says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I have done what you have asked. I have given you a wise heart, and understanding. There was none like this before you. And there will be none after you that has that equivalent knowledge. Specifically because you did not ask for wealth or honor, I am giving that to you as well with the Chachma and the Bina. That no king will you encounter that has these gifts all your days. Now there is a proviso. That you're going to get Chachma and Bina and wealth, fine. That comes with the deal. I am throwing that in. However, im if you follow my ways, Lishmar Chukai Umitzvosan, following the Chukim and the Mitzvos of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Kasher Halach David Avicha, like David your father went, you will get that arichas yamim. In other words, the other things, the two other factors, you've got it. On this longevity question, you have to perform for me. You have to get certain principles down and certain obedience done. Vayikat Shlomo v'hinei chalom. And Shlomo wakes up and behold, it is a dream. And so, now we get into a machlokas, Rambam, and a Barbanel. Was this chalom? A chalom. A dream. The Rambam says, no. Or rather, yes, it is a chalom. It doesn't rise to the level of Nevius. It's what you would call a ruach hakodesh that Shlomo gets. Abarbanel says no. The Abarbanel says it is exactly what it says. It is a dream as well as a prophecy. Um, and now, Vayamod Lutnei Aaron Bris Hashem, he goes to the back to the Bris Hashem again. Vayan Olos, Vayash Shlomim, Vayas Mishta, This time, it's not just thousand Olos, that are all consumed, but he brings olos, 
and Shlomim, which are distributed to the Kohanim, which are distributed to the people, which are distributed to the tribes. Some of Borshim say that he notices the morning after when he gets up that he hears the chirping of the birds and can decipher what language, what the birds are saying. Ditto the dogs, ditto the cattle. He has now got the extent of Bina that makes him like almost with the supernatural. He makes a giant party now in um, Gilgal with the Aron Bris Hashem. He isn't going back to a private bummel. And from this we learn, believe it or not, the halacha, that when one acquires Torah, like he did, and acquires knowledge and wisdom, you make a seum, like he is in fact making here. And that's what Shlomo is doing. He is, from this we get the concept that a seum is such a joyous activity of the acquisition of Torah and knowledge. And so Shlomo proceeds to make that party. Now, we are going to get the first test of that Bina and Chachma. Before we do that, the one point I did want to stress, it's that he promises Shlomo that if you do all the chukim and mitzvos and edos Hashem, you will get the arichas yamim. I will throw that in. If you don't, you don't get it. It's interesting, he doesn't get it. Shlomo lives to 52 years. That's fairly young. He did it because, as we've seen, he did not obey all those chukim and edus. And this could be more feedback from the wives from the Ammonites, from the Egyptian wives, etc. So now it's not long before Shlomo gets the first test of his new wisdom. Two women come before Shlomo for judgment. They call them Zonos. Zonos, in its common usage, as we've seen in um, Yoshua applies prostitutes. We say Rachel was a zona. Some say it means Mazon. She was an innkeeper. And they give um, food and lodging to travelers. Most Nefoshim believe Zonos in its more corruptive term, prostitutes. And what it does is show a tremendous Mila of Shlomo. They're prostitutes. They're probably the lowest occupation on the ladder, and yet they have no problem getting access to Shlomo to have their case heard. It's a tribute to Shlomo of how he plans to administer justice. So now, Vatomer Ishahahas, the first woman says, Biadani, Aniva Ishahazos, Yishbos Babayas me and the second woman, we dwell together in one house. The Eiledi Marbabayas, and I gave birth in that house. 
the point she is making, we dwell alone in that house. There are no witnesses here that can establish the accuracy or the veracity of these facts. So we both gave birth. I gave birth three days before. And this woman gave birth three days after. There's no one else there to witness. It is just the two of us dwelling in that house. Now what happens, the first woman says. The second woman who had the baby three days after, her son dies during the night. She sleeps on him. She must have turned over in her sleep and smothered him. And she gets up in the night. She takes my baby, who is sleeping with me, me I'm sound asleep. She puts my living baby in her bosom. And she puts on her dead baby in my bosom. I get up and I see that my son is dead. I see that it is not my child. It is her child who is now dead. So the first one we see is given a long, elongated fact pattern, and the king listens to it. The second is very short. All she says, That's what it is. Now listen to what Shlomo says. So what you're saying is this is my son who is the live one, and your son is the dead one. And you are saying no, that the son... Uh, your son died, and my son is alive. We learn a tremendous, tremendous principle of judgment, that a judge, what he does is repeat the fact pattern. And that's what Shlomo does. He just he says, let me see, let me get this straight. Zosamerit, benihachai, it's yours, is the live one, of hames. And hers is the dead one. And she's saying, no, it is not the dead one. It is my live one. Get me a sword. So the question is, what is he doing here? What he's doing, say the Mephoshim, is really the elements of the uncertain, a surprise. He's saying, get me a sword. Nobody who knows what he's going to do with the sword, but in his mind he is judging. And the Mephorshim tell us that he has come to the decision. He's come to the decision through his power 
of observation, of human behavior, etc. And there's a beautiful measures in, I believe, Marcos, I do not have it in front of me, where they say three decisions of judges, uh, the boss call went out and said, this is the decision, even before the decision was reached. One is a decision Shmuel made, one is David, third is this, that even before David takes the sword and promises a certain action, a boss call goes out and says the first woman's child is the decision. So that, yes, it was divine grace and divine power, but Shlomo knew exactly what he was doing. Therefore, cut the live child into halves, and give woman one half and woman two the other half. And the woman whose son was says, No, don't do that. So give it to this woman, and the mace do not uh, put the Zos Omerit, and she is saying, So there will not be this decree that is very barbaric, half the dead child for you and half for me. Give her first woman the child. Do not put the live one and, and make it a dead one. He, Emo. He is the mother. She is the mother. They hear the Mishwat, that the king decreed, they realize the genius in his wisdom, in his judgment, they are in awe of him. So there are certain, the fortune maybe we'll discuss in tomorrow, that says, hey, what's the big deal? How do you know the woman wasn't faking and say, oh, no, no, don't, don't kill it? You don't know. And we will discuss the phenomenon of this classic decision in Mirza Hashem tomorrow, 845. I'm coming.